0: Nods and seems to be absorbing all the info that you're feeding him. Yes, uh, we're doing it now. In the time frame, Uh, it is now. Now, 138 seems to be adapting to the tech that you offer offer him surprisingly quickly. You go out, and night is falling. Fallen. You've spent the whole day with this guy, and time's just flown by. Questions one thirty-eight. Where are you from? What did you want? Where you? What are you doing here? How did you get here? You ask him these, and he responds back. No short time need tell what no. And after this, he hunches over and starts typing furiously at the the phone. And you go out and scan the perimeter, and you make a coffee run, and it's late, it's around two or three, and you hear the helicopters they're back, and you listen closely, and you hear the roar of the APC's engines, and it seems like Seven's ruse has worn itself thin. It doesn't sound like they're headed directly at you or anything like that. You'd probably guess that they're making a perimeter sweeps going through the different areas of the city. Maybe it's time to head back to Monster Squad HQ. And on your way back to the warehouse uh, to get 138, you pass a late-night coffee shop or off a waffle. You see a student flipping through tabs on their laptop, only one of which is dealing with anything related to school material. and The rest are gaming tips for popular FPSs. And you decide to relieve him of the burden of studying. You cast a quick backward glance. And as you're leaving, you actually recognize this individual. It's the same freshie that so that so kindly bought you the email tracking software a few months back. You come back, and 138 seems kind of flustered. He shows you the phone screen. Small room. Incomplete telling. Inferior. You notice that the back of the phone is pulled off and that they're fiddling with it. 138 seems to have found some tools that have been left behind here in the warehouse. and You quickly type in that you need to re and that you brought something better that he can use. You both quickly try to erase all traces that you had been there and... Back to HQ, shadowing your trail from earlier, and you both arrive at HQ no worse for the wear, other than being worn down from lack of sleep. And you set down the laptop and you go about demonstrating how to use it to 138. And he seems reinvigorated and uh, by the more elaborate piece of equipment and begins to typing away at the keypad, all zeros and ones. 138 clacks away until dawn, Then, bleary-eyed, he turns the screen towards you, you've been busying yourself with perimeter sweeps and even straightening the different areas of the Monster Squad headquarters, mostly out of boredom, but also out of making space for the new guest, and you've probably wondered more than once if he was just writing a full bio and asked 138 as much in response and he gave you comprehensive details import and as you sit down and look there's a a wall of text that awaits you on the screen and it begins 138 of designated line silicone base techno organic home ralia outside designation Ronoch, outside designation. Iofron, outside designation. Vordult, three. System encompass. Hayaru. Self, story, line. Designated unnecessary. Marked experimental. Designated end of line. Experiment, physical resistance. Experiment, Energy resistance, experiment, nanite count, experiment, radiation resistance, experiment, augmentation, experiment, pain, experiment, pain, experiment, pain, experiment, Experiment. molecular disruption, explanation, target, trial, new theory, hypothesis, Condensed beam, hyperexcited particles, lead to molecular breakdown, miscalculation, beam, condensed, increased density, closer, closer, pain, experiment platform, grew large, incorrect, 138 grew small, smaller, 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 hypothesis, Smaller, molecule. Smaller, atom. Smaller, electron. Smaller, quarks. Smaller, leptons. Smaller, unknown. Smaller, falling. All time. Time, unknown. Hypothesis. Macro into microcosm fell into earth, into United States, into Illinois, into Stringersburg, into building Unwanted Consequence. When you're done reading, you look over and 138's flipping through random pictures of various things on the phone that you all have been using, and he looks at looks up at you and types into the phone questions and translates it of course and just then seven comes in and they look tired they're back to their more solid form you know slightly bulky they have a faint frown on their lips progress
1: fergus is going to summarize a bit for Seven rather than, like, laying the whole thing out. Of course, Seven is free to read the stuff on the screen. Fergus certainly wouldn't stop them from doing that. But um, I think his first line, his first reaction is, Seven, we we have a... Our guest is from another world. Or... uh. Uh, level of reality. uh, Not my strong suit. So, in the medium term, what Fergus wants to do is locate a reputable science hero. And by reputable, I think he mostly just means competent and discreet. Um, I don't know how much he knows about the current heroes in Stringersburg, like we said before, he doesn't have access to that metadata base, which he had when he was part of the league. Um, he he kept those records, so maybe there's some partial stuff there, maybe not. Um, and he would probably know about the sept. They had that young hacker type, but um, I don't know what exactly Fergus knows about him. So uh, even if that person is super confident or uh, competent, though, he would be he would prefer to work with not the sept. So that person would have to be like a a serious fallback plan. Um, So he would. I guess this is how he goes about, like, beginning to figure out how to build his own little network of, of metas here. So um, I think what he does is just start going by all of his contacts in the city and finding out what they know about the other meta humans in town. Um... For some of them, he would control them. I'm not sure exactly which ones those are, but others he would just sort of ask. They would have some sort of relationship that didn't require his control. Um, And in some cases would probably be like really harmed by it if they noticed it. So um, as he's taking the next, you know, couple of days or whatever, to start that process and to find out who the metas in town and in the region are, who among them is a, is a super scientist and and what those super scientists are like. While he's doing that, he's going to he's going to bring 7 and Spitter close. He's going to bring them sort of into the fold in a sense. Um, <laughs> I mean, we were talking before about how the assumption is just that Fergus uh, sort of reflexively takes control of certain people when he meets them like regular people. Um, And I think that's... (laughs) It's certainly been a frequent... uh, Behavior since this started. So I think for him internally, it's kind of like a moment where he's like, you know what? From now on, I'm not going to control Seven and I'm not going to control Spitter. I just won't do it. I'll talk to them. I'll persuade them with reason. And we'll see how long that lasts. But anyway, um... The other aspect of bringing them close is going to be to figure out a kind of security strategy for all of them because now he definitely doesn't want the Metahuman Task Force getting a hold of 138. Because if they're like, oh, he says he's just a particle from like a, a higher universe, that means there's others like him and that's a threat and we're gonna. Uh, So Fergus really, really hates that idea. Even more so than the idea of more people getting killed. (laughs) He's just like aesthetically repulsed by the idea of the MHTF clowning around their shiny toys, pretending they keep everyone safe from anything. He definitely doesn't want them around, which means having some sort of regular sweep around the area. We both are saying sweep and perimeter a lot. I'd like to. I I meant to try and figure out another way to say that, and then I didn't. But um, I think. So first of all, part of like setting up security around Monster Squad HQ, part of it is like he makes some phone calls, figures out which office to go to, goes to certain offices and gets the utilities turned on. If they aren't already, Um, he gets them turned on and he uh, also makes sure that the neighborhood around them has power. Actually, I think he would, depending on how how abandoned the area is, if there's like a, if there are other ab- like abandoned or semi-used buildings in the area around Monster Squad headquarters, when he goes to get the power and water and stuff turned on at the HQ, if the surrounding area is like sparse, if people don't really use it, He'll he'll get the power and all of that stuff deliberately shut down. Um, maybe even put the lights arranged to have the lights, the street lights, on a different weird schedule. Um, so he's gonna try and get that set up over the the course of the next however long that takes. He's also gonna like find out more about Seven and Spitters habits. He's basically like, when I say bring them into the fold, part of that is like, what's your life like right now? What are you doing? Is anybody fucking with you? Are you fucking with anyone? Um, And then from there, it's like, do you want to do this full time? Um, We can all just like live in this place and work on, you know, projects. He would call them projects. <laughs> it's like 138 is a most special project. We'll never have this opportunity again. Well, I, I I can't know that, but I don't think so. In any case, it's crucial. I would, well, I would love to have you along as, as my partners. We can, we can all agree on a, a vision of, of what should happen with him and uh, for him and to him, it, uh, they. And, uh, and I, I'm sure we can all agree that the MHTF absolutely mustn't be involved. So he would get that assurance from them. And if either of them was like, wait, I think we should call the cops. He'll be, he'll be very surprised. He would be sort of sad at having misjudged that person. Uh, and then he would start thinking about how to kill them. <laughs> 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 or just make sure that they don't talk. you would be like, well, surely you, you realize you can't go out of here and tell them about us. Uh, but I, I'm sure that's not the case for either of them. So that's just a, uh, an extreme what if. Um So in the immediate term, like before he starts hatching all of those plots and doing all of that stuff, he's going to tell 138 that there's a group in the city called the well, not just in the city. He'll 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 tell him about the MHTF and he'll say like those are the people that you encountered earlier. Uh, the ones who attacked you, and the ones who died when you expanded, he'll he'll be very careful not to say that you killed, um, because he doesn't consider it 138's fault. Um, as far as he knows, 138 is like some sort of thinking machine, and those his like responses to injury are automatic. That's what it seemed like at the time. That's just sort of his intuition about this whole thing. So he doesn't want to say, you know, those th- those were the people that you killed, even like accidentally killed. He's like, they're the ones who died when that happened. And he's like, we have to make sure they don't find you, because if they do, they'll probably try to harm you again. And then more people will die. And that's bad. We don't want people to die. That's what we're <laughs> we're into people not dying. Um, so if like Seven and Spitter want to really join the team you know if they want to commit to a a, you know a bold new enterprise uh, that's going to make us all a lot of money uh, if they want to really get into it then it's like all right, so how do you disentangle from whatever other stuff you have going on in sort of a delicate way so people don't come looking for you How do we secure not just the building, but the area? Can we like start putting cameras in the neighborhood? I mean, Puppeteer is going to go all out. But also just like see what it is that they care about, like what their issues are. Also, at some point, I don't know when you you think this might be dramatically appropriate, but um, Puppeteer is still obsessed with the idea of finding Jaguar. Um, The idea that there actually are such things as gods is very troubling to him. Um, He doesn't want to believe it, but he finds it strangely compelling. And so at some point he's going to try and... He's going to start doing research on, like, those gods that jaguar claimed i don't know if jaguar had like an accurate idea of the mythology or if he was half-assing it i don't know if we actually talked about that but i mean there's plenty else going on to not worry about that so maybe that's just for another time but um that's something that fergus has in the back of his mind